it is really hard to make friends as an adult, right? Like that's like a very difficult thing to do, especially when you are, you know, established, you have a partner, whatever, and you want to make more friends. But I always tell like find a community, be it a workout class that you love going to, be it an art class or whatever, like having that community of like-minded people you can find and become friends with. Katie, Katie. Hi, Mama. How are you today? (laughs) I'm like lagging. I feel my bed is too soft. Too soft? Yeah. Like I feel like I need a firmer mattress. Like I like – I have a Tempur-Pedic mattress and I love it, but I lately have feeling my back has been hurting because my mattress is too soft. Too soft. You and dad, you're the same. I know. I don't think there's any bed that will be comfortable other than our blow-up mattress in New York. He never complained on that bed. And because we were upstate this weekend and at a wedding, which was the most beautiful wedding, and the mattress there was like so firm, and I had the best night's sleep ever. But Matt would rather sleep on like a bean bag, like something that's like so mushy. Oh gosh, yeah, no, that's rough. No, that's terrible. You have to get you know either twin beds or (laughs) twin beds. (laughs) The the beds, yeah. And how long have you been married? Yeah, I know. Uh, Almost three years. Yeah. Um, No, I mean it's fine. I'm thinking when we move, if we just like flip the mattress. Oh yeah, that needs to be done. Although with Tempur-Pedic, I don't know what you can do with that. You can't flip it. I think you just have to maybe turn it. Yeah. I don't know. Those are so bloody heavy too. It's like- I know. Yeah. I know. But how was your weekend? <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Yeah. It just, you know, it's getting crazier obviously because of the holidays coming up. Yeah. But because the weather was so nice outside, it was like, okay, dad, we got to finish some, <laughs> we got to finish some of the outside work. Yeah. Um. So I got my planters done. I got some of my big ornament balls that I put outside oh, yeah, that's and dad cute. got the, the lights ready for it. So that's done because now we have concrete gray skies in Milwaukee. I think for the next three, four months. I know. I actually yeah. just got, I know I told this to you already, but I, we're like such a tree, real tree family. Like we never yeah. had like fake trees growing no. up, no, but no. um, I am moving. I said that on my Instagram a couple of days ago, but um, I really wanted a tree and getting a real tree in the midst of a move is I just know. like- not feasible. But I ordered a tree from Balsam Hill, right? Balsam Hill. Yeah. Is that the name? Well, I think so. Balsam. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Balsam Hill. I don't know. I saw that Rachel Parcell and all of her sisters who are like the cutest girls in Utah and like the coolest moms, they all have it and all their trees are amazing. So I got this cute little kind of Charlie Brown tree and I'm obsessed with it. Oh, that's I good. I mean, you've got to have a tree up for Christmas, no matter if you're moving or not. You take it with you where you go and you I know. take it. I well, know. it's funny you talk about Christmas trees because I just talked to the gal. <laughs> I feel so lucky that I do have somebody that helps me because it never fails at this time of year. Dad Mom, is gone. just say it. You have a person that comes and I sets do. up your Christmas tree and you have I two do. Christmas trees that someone fully sets up. But I get I 
I'm going to still continue this conversation. Dad always <laughs> seems to be gone for at least a week. Usually it was overseas traveling for business. Uh, now it's just uh, in the United States, but he just left. And I said, here we go. Uh, the trees will be up when you get home, Kevin, you know. Yeah. So anyhow, they are coming. You should coming. just take full credit. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. But that's all right. I, I'm anxious to get the trees up earlier earlier than later this year. So Friday, the, the um, guys are coming to set up the trees. Love. Can't wait. Yeah. Love it. So they're going to help me just putting the, just the lights on, and then we're going to decorate it. So. I love it. Anything else fun this weekend, this past weekend? Um, let's see. What did I do this weekend? Um, well, you know, n- nothing as exotic as your weekends usually are and your events usually are, but it was really fun. We went to, um, and I feel like we haven't been to friends' houses since this COVID, Yeah, at least for huh. Christmas. This I mean, COVID. This COVID situation. <laughs> so, oh, we ventured out and a dear friend of ours was having an event um, hosting this most wonderful missionary Jesuit who is, he is the apostolic administrator of what Kazakhstan, is that word of Kazakhstan <laughs> and Borat? they had met him at another event and were so entranced with what he has been doing and it was amazing so it was basically conversation he was unfortunately in the states because his i believe his father is very ill um so they invited him to come and i think he was speaking at saint monica's as well but when I tell you how amazing this man is and how uh, uplifting his conversation was, mm-hmm. when you think of where he is, because I was, I thought, where in the hell is Kazakhstan? I mean, I know it's kind of yeah. in that middle, but I mean, it it abuts China. It's very, it's mostly Russian okay. uh, people. That so, I mean, not only geopolitically is he dealing with issues, obviously with Mister. Putin. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, with Russia, you know, the language and I'm thinking, and he's trying to do good work. So, I mean, it, it was a great way actually to start Christmas, just oh, making you that. feel grateful and um, yeah. And seeing friends and seeing their house all decorated already. I said, Oh God, Mary, I, I can't that. believe you're already done. So it's making I me push. That. So that was my one event from the weekend. What else? I'm doing a lot of practicing because I have a, a concert that I am singing in a couple of weeks. So it's just a lot of music that I'm learning. A lot, a lot yeah. of music. So yeah. yeah. I love so that. that's keeping me very busy. And then all of my decorating and whatnot. So you can't Did keep slapping the, the table, sure mom. Huh? You keep on slapping the table. We hear you slapping the table. Okay. You're talking okay, with your it. hands. <laughs> Emphasis, Katie. Drama. Emphasis, the drama. So sorry. We did stop by to see Maggie because she turned two. Can yeah. you believe that? So yeah. sweet. So we had pizza and celebrated with, with Maggie and sweet and Willie and Annie. So sweet. That was that was our my kind of weekend. Sweet. Uh, what about yours? I hear and saw pictures of you in the most gorgeous location. Tell, I know. tell. So, <laughs> tell, tell. Um, no, we went upstate for a wedding this weekend. It was one of Matt's buddies who now I'm close with his wife. 
and and him as well. Uh, it was at Cedar Lake Estates. And when I posted that I was at Cedar Lake Estates, so many people messaged me be like, oh my God, I've been dying to go there. Like I'm so jealous. It is stunning. So it's basically a whole – almost like a campsite. I think like yeah. they had the um, – U.S. soccer team in like the 90s and the Olympics, like they trained there or something like along the lines of that. But um, you could only rent it out for weddings or retreats. And then like three weeks in the winter, they open it up as a hotel. Wow. It was like so gorgeous. And we had our own little like cottage and they had all these amazing like activities you could do, like ice skating and snowshoeing and um, they had like a hot chocolate bar. It was really oh, fun. It looked fantastic. But you know, yeah. it's funny. It seems like everything upstate, you know, the in New York, they call it upstate. Mm-hmm. And here in Wisconsin, we call it up north. Yeah. We're more bougie than you. You're very bougie. Yes. <laughs> but um, it is, does seem to be no, no, not that I'm dissing uh, Wisconsin because we know we love Wisconsin, but everything seems <laughs> to be just elevated and more elegant. Yeah, no, it is. And I mean, so there's definitely places, Katie. Yeah, there's definitely pockets where it's like you're in the woods, right? But like the little towns upstate are so beautiful, and they have like great restaurants and great shopping, and so it was a fun weekend. Wow, and what a wedding it was! I know, I know. Also, I like love a winter wedding. I know you had a winter wedding. You got married in November. November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. a fun change. It is. Also, this is so – before we get into the episode, um, tomorrow is St. Nick. And I don't know if that's like – I know it's like a – again, maybe it's more of a Midwestern thing or maybe more of a German thing. But we always grew up with St. Nick's. So on the eve of the 5th, you leave your stockings or your shoes out. And then the morning of the 6th, you get like little presents in your stockings or shoes that St. Nick yep. leaves because it's like the patron saint day of St. Nick, right? Yes, St. Nicholas. Okay. Yes. So, uh-huh. <laughs> and I tell Matt every year, I'm like, it's St. <laughs> Nick's tomorrow. I better be getting gifts. <laughs> and I literally, I ordered him Skims pajamas, like the oh. the boys' ones. Isn't that so funny? Do you remember when you were little, you guys yeah. always got Christmas pajamas from St. Nick? I know. Nick? So yeah. I got him Skims pajamas, like the yeah, flannel so- ones. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's yeah. so sweet. Well, yeah, dad's not around to fill my stocking. <laughs> That's okay. I'll send you something. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Good. I'm glad you remembered it. Yes, it's well, unfortunately, this episode will air after the fact, but I wish we could remind everybody out I there know. that put your stockings out tonight. I know. An extra day to get extra little gifts. Yeah. It was always very special. Hey, you know what else I did this week? Hey, what? I am going to do more of is, well, I had lunch with a dear, dear friend Mm -hmm. and I had a coffee, two in one week. And I thought to myself, you know what? I, you know how oftentimes you say to friends, oh, we've got to get together. We've got to do this. Well, I started making a list of people that I thought, nope, I am not going to let this go anymore. We have Mm -hmm. to, now we're done with being careful with COVID, although Mm -hmm. now they say it's, going to be no, the worst we're over season it. ever, no, but we're over you know, it. whatever. And it just made me think of, you know, how fortunate we are to have friends and mm-hmm. and how important it is that we reach out, mm-hmm. especially at this time of year, every time of year. But yeah, I just, I had 
And it's funny because one of the, um, it was both sides of the spectrum as far as friends go. My coffee was with a sweet, sweet friend who is a dear friend of mine now, but I taught her when she was in grade school. And it's mm-hmm. funny how, you know, the age difference then seemed like so much, but now it isn't. Not, yeah. So we've stayed in touch through the years. And now she has her own family, blah, blah, blah. So that's wonderful. And the other person was our dear Peggy, who um, uh, lost her husband about mm-hmm. a couple months ago now. And um, she worked for daddy for a long time and is part of our family. And um, so I'm going to try to have lunch with her once once a month. So yeah. it's always wonderful to catch up. What about you? You are so good at that, Katie. About Well, that's like a good segue, I feel, because when we were trying to figure out what topic we wanted to talk about in this episode, mm-hmm. we had a couple different thoughts, but I feel we both – oh, what are you drinking? A little Prosecco. <laughs> nice. We both were like, we should really have an episode talking about friends and how friendships change over time, how they evolve, how you can grow up with people, how you can meet friends as adults, all the things. And I think we eventually, I know I definitely want to do a couple episodes with some of my like oldest girlfriends. Right. right. But that's kind of what we wanted to talk to about. Right. Well, and you know, as I was thinking about our topic, friends, mm-hmm. um, I thought, why is it that Katie and Christopher both have friends from grade school that they're still close to? Mm-hmm. And I don't. Yeah. But you know, I, I think Katie, and I'd like to hear your uh, thoughts on this is when, when we moved to, to Whitefish Bay, it was just such an idyllic little village that I kept thinking, oh, if I would have grown up in a town like this, I would have just gone bonkers. I mean, there's a movie theater, there's a grocery store within walking distance of our house Mm -hmm. and the schools, both public and parochial schools. Mm -hmm. And I do think that that sense of community that you started with Mm -hmm. as a little girl, I mean, I didn't walk to school. I was, you know, driven far away and it was, you know, a small little private school far from our home. So I didn't have that sense of community. So it was more like just a place to go and then you come home. And um, how do you feel about that? No, totally. I mean, my two best girlfriends from home, Callie and Mally, and yes, their names do rhyme. we grew up together. I mean, I I think it's funny because when we were younger, younger, I don't think we probably were as close as we are now, but at the end of grade school and into high school, we got became very, very close. Right. But I think it's that like shared sense of maybe family, community, but like and we just like went through the same things together at the same time and we grew up together. And I know Callie with homeschool or home friends, like they both have known me from every point of my life, right? Right. right. And those two girlfriends have supported me and have pushed me and I think vice versa for me to them. And it's never been – it's never – been any sort of like competition. They want the best for me. Right. And 
at a time where in high school, like, and in grade school too, like, there were some bitchy girls out there. And like, I had some difficulty with girlfriends. And there are some girls who didn't want me to succeed or didn't want me to, I don't know. It definitely, there was a group of mean girls. And, you know, as, as, as and a you're mother, still upset about it. <laughs> no, a, a, you know, yes, as you a are. mother, as a mother, it, it, um, Boy, I'd love You'll to never forget. Well, you know, it it was it was difficult to see your your child go through that. And sometimes I felt and I was glad that I didn't I don't think you noticed as much as maybe I noticed you as you were growing up. That's why we had many personal days. <laughs> <laughs> and mothers always allow your children to have personal days. When you feel that they need to just be home, let them stay home. Totally. Yeah. So we had some personal days and, you know, I, I was never going to go in and fight your battles. But I think we that's would- also very important because some mothers, I remember in like grade school, they would get on the phone and they would be trying to fight with me. And I'm like, wait, what? Like you're right. the mom. I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No. Like I think you always, yeah, you always- gave me the wherewithal to be like, okay, you're strong girl, stick up for what yep. you believe in. Like the people that want to be with you will be with you. And those are your true friends. Right. It all comes out, Katie. It just, it, it all works its way out. And mm-hmm. I, like our dear Michelle Obama said, I've, I always taught you to take the high road. Yeah. We always did. Yeah. We always did. I don't know. I mean, I think that like, friends in grade school can be tricky, right? And in high school too. But I also was very lucky that I had an outlet with dance, that I had my dance friends and then I had my school friends. And I had friends from different high schools as well. Like one of my best friends, Callie, she went to a different high school than I did. And, you know, Sarah was my dance friend. Like I had those pockets of girls that I could, I don't know, like be who I was to fully and right. still be in that community. Right. And it wasn't uncommon at the time to um, be friends with uh, girls or boys that weren't in your grade level. Right. Because right. I know through dance, you, you're one of your best girlfriends with Sarah that was right. a year older than you. And right. you had some younger dancers that were friends of yours. But I never was a girl that had a million friends. I never nope. was. Like I think like people, I hope, liked me, but like I never – had a ton of friends. I had friends that like would ride or died for me and me for them. And if they called me, I would show up and they would show up for me, but like three or four. And like, yep. that's all I needed. But Katie, I was the same way. Yeah. For other, maybe for other reasons, but um, yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of friends. My friends were very eclectic. I have to be honest with you. Um, Some of my best girlfriends, that I have now, I've met through you kids mm-hmm. that I have that are parents of. Uh, was that hard to me? Because I can only imagine, like, when it is time for me to have kids, you have to be friends with your kids' friends, or like, I don't know. And it right? doesn't always. It's not always your friends that I'm friends with their mother, but right. it might be just a different. It, it's like in the school situation, you just kind of end up. In the group that, you know, that you kind of 
end up with. Uh, I know, but how, how though? I, I mean, like you just end know. up. I don't know how to explain that, Katie. I don't know how to explain that, but like those parent friends, teacher conferences being like, oh, you look cute. No, hey. no, no. They're, they're, I mean, when, when you, when you wait to pick up your children, you talk to people when you, you know, you have dinner dances for God's sakes. And, and at St. Monica's, we're constantly working on every committee possible. Um, mm-hmm cafeteria to whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, so you, so you meet moms that way too. And, and friends, but you know, I was going to backtrack a little bit too. some of the friends I have when I said eclectic, I mean, when I was, when I came back to Milwaukee and I worked at a restaurant as a hostess, when I was working on my master's degree, who would think that one of my best friends and second mother was one of those waitresses at the restaurant Mm -hmm. Virginia Mm -hmm. to this day. And she's, she's gone now. I I wish I could have a couple more days with her to talk Mm because I miss her, Mm -hmm. you know, and at the same restaurant, I met two best friends that are father figures to me, Mm -hmm. my Jim and Al who are gone too, that I think, Oh God, I miss talking to them. I miss that, you know, so don't ever let that, you know, and that's, well, you know, obviously they were that much older than me, but but I think people always ask like how it is really hard to make friends as an adult, right? Like that's like a very difficult thing to do, especially when you are, you know, established, you have a partner or whatever, and you want to make more friends. But I always tell like find a community, be it a workout class that you love going to, yes. be it um, an art class or whatever, like having that community of like-minded people you yeah. can find and become friends with. Well, and if you just let yourself open, I, I, I always say, I don't, I, I believe there are no mistakes in life. Mm-hmm. I think people come into your past for a reason. They leave for a reason. You have to be open to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it, even when, when we do shows, right. That that's kind of your family and right. you think, oh my goodness, you know, these are my best friends ever. And then the show closes and everybody goes their own way. Mm. And it's like, oh boy, I haven't talked to them for years, you know? So there's something that's also so special about that because having a shared experience with someone that's like so intense for a short period amount of time, be it a show, be it school, school, whatever. But when you see those people, you bounce back to right where it left so, off. So talk about so talk about your your family uh, with the TSS family and your New York City Knicks girls. Totally. Right? No, I mean, when I moved to New York at 18, right? 18, 17, 18. Let me preface that, everybody, because that was the one of the hardest transitions for me as a mom. I knew that you could do it. You're a strong cookie. I knew that you could handle whatever came your way because you would always say, New York is my campus. I said, that's what I'm worried about, Katie. Uh, But I thought, my God, this child doesn't know a soul at the school. No one, no one. So I think it was scary, probably more so for you being that there really wasn't a campus at my school. No. (laughs) Like it wasn't that typical hoorah-rah football life, you know, like it was a conservatory style dance program. Intensive, yes. And I was so lucky that I had dance, right? So immediately I was immersed in a really small degree, a really small community that I spent every single hour of the day with these dancers. 
And the first day of orientation, I met my – I call her my twin flame, Michelle. Like yes. we are the closest, I think, anyone – I don't know why I get emotional, but like I know I, yeah, I'm going to start crying now too because <laughs> I'm going to tell you when when this friendship all started to blossom with her, it was like oh gosh, I kept thinking to myself, it sounds like a Midwest family <laughs> from New Jersey, <laughs> from New Jersey. No, I know, but um, it's so funny because so like we hit it off right away, and I know it's like a hilarious story, but it was orientation for Marymount. And they had all the dancers come in and they had pizza and all these snacks and to get ready before we took dance class, like for a placement for ballet. So I walk in, like not thinking anything of it, right? And I go to get the pizza and the pizza slice was like in half an inch thick. Like it was so (laughs) tiny. And I'm like, what the hell? So I like loaded up, took like four or five slices because I was hungry. And then Michelle, I look over and she has like half of a slice and she's like, oh my God, I think it's a test. I'm like, we, we, we can't eat all this Poor pizza thing. before dance. I was like, oh my God. But we just became so close and having that relationship with her, I think opened up my world because we were so one of the same person, like right. on the outside couldn't be more different, right? Like I and little did you know that there were two more Atardo sisters I know, to I come. Know, but I know. <laughs> but like on the outside, like I love the glitz, the glam, the makeup, the hair, the fashion. And Michelle is like so not that way. But we are so the same human on the inside. It's crazy. And we lived one floor away from each other in the dorms. And then we would you know, be with each other every single day. And then she introduced me to her family. (laughs) And then I became the fourth sister because she has two other sisters, Katie and Jess. And funny enough, I danced with Jess on the Knicks. So I have my own individual person, like relationship with her and with Katie too. And I was really enveloped by their family. And I had this second family here on the East Coast. And it's, I don't know. Like yeah, a true – and I know I say this. It's just like such a blessing that I have them and Callie and Mally and my core group of friends that just keep me stable and want the best for me. And you will continue, Katie, to add to your friend list. Totally. So what, what makes a good friend, Katie? What makes a good friend? I think there's so many things. And – For me, the number one, I think if that person can make you feel good and feel like full, that's a good friend. Like Mm -hmm. if you leave a conversation or a dinner with someone and you just don't feel good, like even if it's like an off comment or even if it's just something deep in your gut, you're like, I don't like that way that that person made me feel. Uh, that's not the person for you. Like, and all of these girls that I mentioned, they make me feel so good and so secure, I think is another word. And you would do anything for them as well. Of course, of course. And they make me feel so secure and loved. And do I talk to them every single day? No, we all have our own lives and we get that. And 
relationships change and evolve too from living together in college to outside of college, spending every single moment together to, oh my gosh, I'm dating someone, I'm engaged, I'm married, I have this whole other life, right? Oh my gosh. But talk talk about that, Katie, and talk about your wedding during COVID. I know I keep talking about COVID this yeah. <laughs> episode. I'm sorry about that. But, um, and, uh, you know, when, long story short, we'll talk about that at the, on our, our wedding topic, uh, episode, Podcast. but I just want to throw in about how you only had 30 people there at right. your wedding. And how many did you have stand up? It was your I best. Know. It friends. was my more core group. And yep. I wanted to speak to you too that I'm also so lucky that I have found such great friendships through Matt, through Matt's business partner, Diedrich, and his wife, yes. Kira, who is also like another sister to me. And just seeing how your life goes in all these different ways, like if I wasn't with Matt, I wouldn't have met Kira. And she, it's just like so crazy how that works. And, and, and Katie, you can't believe, you can't, well, you can believe, but how good that makes a mother feel mm-hmm. that you have such wonderful friends that support you and, and vice versa. Right. It, it is such a peaceful feeling for, for a parent to know that. I always knew, I always trusted that, you know, you would, be with the right gang, with the right person, you know, with the right group of people. But I think New York would feel very different if I didn't have my core yeah. group. Yeah. I think it would feel very different. Yeah. So good listeners, trustworthy, all those good things, drop anything for you. When I think of drop anything for you, I think of my, my dear, it's just kind of funny after throw what? this in, my dear girlfriend, Wendy, who when, uh, you know, I met her when we both were having children and we were taking the uh, maternity exercise class up at the JCC, yeah. and uh, um, and so of course, then years went by, and I ended up getting a dog, a puppy, and she knew I knew nothing about taking <laughs> care of a puppy. She did; she always had dogs, and she would always say to me when I would say hi to her dog, she, whatever I'd, I'd say he, and she says, "Carol, I don't know how many times I have to tell you that it's a she." I said, "Okay." For a while, they're all dogs to me, where he's. But when Ruby got so sick when she was a puppy, and I don't think she was really that sick, but I had I called Wendy right away. I said, oh, "She's throwing up," but this and then, yeah. then Wendy goes take her to the doc to the emergency doctor down. I will meet yeah. you there. I said, "Oh, thank you," because I just I don't know what to do. I said, "I can't believe this first time trying with the dog, and I'm killing it or something." You know, <laughs> so we're in there crying together and whatnot. And uh, she's in the room with me. And I said, Oh, Wendy, I couldn't have done this without you, blah, blah, blah. And then the doctor goes, leaves. And Wendy looks at me and she goes, they think we're gay, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have you ever, or what's your advice if someone's, your daughter was in the wrong group of friends? Or have you, did you ever think of like any of my friends were like, Ooh. Well, well, I, I, number one, I always wanted your friends to come over. You know that I always, always had an open door. Was, always, was there, was there open. any friends that you were like, mm, don't hang around them. Jeez. We'll bleep, we'll bleep their name out. Just say. Yeah. No, you know what, Katie? I can't think of one in particular. Oh. I cannot okay. think of one. Mm-mm. Can't think of one. Um, 
but I definitely wanted to be there. And it, you know how you'd come in the back door and there was the big kitchen with the breakfast bar and everything. And I was always there mm-hmm. uh, waiting to talk to everybody before they'd go upstairs. Cause for you, the, the girls would go upstairs to your bedroom. And then for Christopher's buddies, they'd go downstairs to the basement area. But uh, we always talked. We always talked. No, I kinda, know. But like, yeah, okay, no, that I you're getting a very rose colored glasses like well, situation. I don't. I don't uh, well, um, well, you asked me what advice I would give to other mothers. Get to know your daughter or son's friends. Get to know them. Your house should be open. Invite them over. Have your, that's, that's how you'll know. Mm-hmm. You'll have a gut intuition. Go with it. What do I always say too? If it feels wrong, it is wrong. I know. But as a kid, if you think you're hanging around the cool kids, like you don't think it's wrong, you think it's cool. Well, okay. I'm not going to mention names. No, mention names. We can bleep them no, out. No, I'm not. I'm not mentioning names because I don't even remember the name. But there was one family that I knew when you would go over there for an after party or something, I knew there was going to be alcohol. Oh, Katie. Well, we'll bleep it out, Mom. <laughs> don't say the names. Don't that, say we'll that. bleep it out. Don't say that, Katie. <laughs> it, it will better be, be bleeped. In. It will be bleeped. All right. But am I right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I and I knew that, but I I also knew that I was going to pick you up or dad yeah. was going to pick you up. And I think it was, you were a senior then. Yeah. They Not would that like that made it any better, but I knew what was going on. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I watched very closely. Yeah. I, I wasn't stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. You, I knew I what know. was going on. I know. Okay. So you were never really concerned besides those couple parties. No, because the, that was it for you, a couple parties, because I'm telling you, you were uh, rehearsing at all times. Yeah. So, I mean, I wanted you to be normal too. And I knew <laughs> that if you knew how you had to get up the next morning, you weren't, I, I wasn't worried about that. I was not worried about that with you. If, if there was a reason to be, why well, you, you darn tootin', I would have stepped right in. Darn tootin', darn what tootin'. the hell? <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, you, Kids will make mistakes, but you don't want them to make big mistakes. That's for sure. So, yeah, I always wanted the after parties. You know that you I did. Know. We always had them. I know. We and your backpack time. at the back door, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. What What do you look in, like look for in a friend, and and or or maybe, since what friends have like lasted the like tale of time with you, and like what is that common denominator? You think. Like as you get older, I think honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, honesty and someone that I could talk to and just say anything to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh gosh, do you think I should get a facelift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. Carol, you do not want to get cut. Or yeah, well, let's do it together. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, honesty. I, you know, and at this point in the game, um, I don't know if they're going to end up being like. My best best friends, they're going to be more acquaintances, I would think, mm-hmm. because um, just because of where I am at in my life. And, you know, you, you always have your siblings and whatnot that will always be, you know, um, have your heart. And well, those are um, like built in friends. They're built Same with in cousins. Friends, right. So if you're asking, I probably have a handful of really good friends that I could call at any, any given time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do have, and they're the best. You don't need a lot. Mm-mm. Don't need a lot. Mm-mm. Don't need a lot. 
but I'm proud of the ones that you have. I'm proud of you for finding your way and finding these wonderful friends. Cause you know what? They're my friends too. I know. I love them. I love all those girls. I know. Yeah, I really do. Um, I do. I, I am so grateful and I truly am so blessed with the girlfriends that I have. You have a good handful of friends, Katie. They, I know. They would do anything for you. I know. Yeah, anything. Um, and it meant so much. Now, see, I'm thinking back with that um, little speech that Callie and Mally gave at your uh, wedding. Mm-hmm. And it just touched my heart for them because they were talking about exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, how they how they felt when they came to our house and how they felt about you know, me and dad and, you know, that's all you want as a parent once again. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. And those those Midwest friends, (laughs) for some, some reason you, you always seem to find those Midwest gals on the East coast. You know, I know. Isn't that funny? I know. All, All the other girlfriends that I've made in the city have been from the Midwest. <laughs> well, why do you think that is? It's just like an immediate connection. Like you could. Yeah. Is it just kind of the conservative? No, I don't. I mean, I think it's that similar sense of how we were raised and yeah, there is that Midwest nice and like that comfortability of that. And I mean, a lot of the time that's just like an added bonus where I just like like the girl and find out that they're from the Midwest. Um, and you, you go up. I could. I, I know. I knew it. I know. Yeah. We're a good breed. We're a good breed. It takes a while though for fashion to come west. Yeah. You know. Well, hopefully, that I can you're help wearing you out. And doing it takes up about a year to get it once it hits <laughs> the Midwest. Now I'm, I'm probably making enemies with the Midwest gals, but I don't mean to. It's okay. All right, mom. Take us home. What's your honest to Pete moment? Honest to Pete, I was going to throw it to you, honest to Pete. <laughs> you were done. My, my honest to Pete was honest to Pete. Katie, are you moving again? I know. Katie, I'm, Katie. I know. We've been in our apartment for three years, which is crazy. And our lease is up and we found a place and we had jumped on it and we have to move in like two weeks. I know. So all the shit that we have accumulated in our apartment yeah, <laughs> and oh, now Lord. having to go through it and move and doing and all that. And it's a big deal in New York. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Moving in the city is the worst thing in the entire well, world. And I don't think people realize when you're, you're still renting, you still have to have a broker to get you in the apartment to look at it. Uh, it it's literally. Prohibitive. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad you're staying in the same area. No, I know. It's like down the street, which is awesome. But like, we still have to move everything. Like it's not like an easier move, <laughs> you know? No. Well, so honest to Pete for me too. Honest to Pete. Yeah. Well, Katie. Love you, mama. Love you, Dolly. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to everybody. Happy St. Nick's. <laughs> Happy St. Nick. Make sure to like, subscribe, review, send it to your friends, families, moms, and daughters. And we'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.